So let's review. Zuck the Mishnah. Ezehu Mamzer. There are three opinions as to what type of forbidden union causes the child to be a Mamzer. Kol she'er b'sarei shuhu b'layavai divri b'kiba. Kiba says a child becomes a Mamzer only if there was a prohibition due to a relation which disallowed his parents from marrying. This is true even if it was only an Isra punishable with Malchus. Shemnat Timni Yomer. Kol she'chayom alav karas b'dei shemayim. Shimnat Timni says that a child becomes a Mamzer only when there was prohibition punishable by death through Karas. Meshua says a child becomes a Mamzer only when there was a prohibition punishable by death by Bezim. Shim ben Azai supports the opinion of Rabbi Shua by saying that he found a genealogical scroll in Yerushalayim which stated that so-and-so is a Mamzer being born to parents who transgressed the prohibition of living with a married woman, which is punishable by death through Besdin. The Gemara now gives the sources for the various opinions. My time in the Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Kiva's ruling is derived from the Pasuk that says, one is not allowed to take the wife of his father, and he's not allowed to reveal the flap of his father. This means, Knaf the flap which was seen by his father shall not be revealed. Rebihuda explains that the Pasuk is referring to a man who coerced a woman and teaches us that there is a prohibition punishable with Malchus for his son to marry this woman. And near it, the Pasuk states that a mamzer is forbidden to enter the congregation of Hashem. This implies that a child born from a son who lived with Anusis Aviv, which is only punishable by Malchus, is considered a mamzer. Vigamar points out that this source is only referring to a prohibition due to a relation, as the case of Anusis Aviv. However, according to Reb Simoi, the Mar Besharchi Velavin, the Lavsh Desha'er, the Rebekiva also included instances of marriages prohibited by an Isolav, even which are not because of a relative, for example, Machzig Rishasai. And according to Rebbe Sheva, the Marba Felechiva say that Rebekiva also includes marriages prohibited by an Isolav. Where is the source that these prohibitions also cause the offspring to be a mamzer? The Gemara answers, Nafkilahu mivaloi. It's derived from the additional letter Vav in the phrase Veloi Yigal Knaf Aviv, which teaches us that all Chivalavin or Chivasei are capable of producing a mamzer. This was all according to Rabbi Kiva. However, Shimon HaTimni Sabalo Karabbanan, Damri B'Shemeris Yavim Shal Avakasmadaber. Shimon HaTimni's ruling agrees with the opinion of the Rabbanan that the Pasuk of Eloi Gala Knaf Av is referring to Shemeris Yavim Shal Av, the wife of his father's brother, who was awaiting Gibum with his father, the Havalachiva Krisis, because marrying an uncle's wife is punishable by death through Karas. And near it is the Pasuk that a Mamzer is forbidden to enter the congregation of Hashem. This teaches us that a child born through a marriage which is punishable by death through Karas is considered a Mamzer. Rabbi Shua argues that it would have been sufficient for the Pasuk to state and derive the source of both Rabbi Kiva and Shem HaTimani. What was the need for the Pasuk to add It must be that the Pasuk is stating that only the marriage mentioned between the words is capable of producing a Mamzer. 
This refers to Isha Sa'av, a son living with his father's halachically married wife, which is punishable by death through Bezdin. Tfei lo have a mamzer. All other marriages which are not punishable by Mrs. Bezdin do not produce mamzer. Now the Gemara brings the statement of Abayah. All opinions are in agreement that a child born to a man living with a woman during her menstrual cycle, or with his wife who possibly strayed, would not be considered a mamzer because in both cases, because kedushin with a nida is effective. This is derived from the word tahi, which refers to kedushin. And in the case of Saita, as Rasha explains, their kedushin remains intact even after she became a Saita. The Gemara quotes a Brisa, which confirms Abayi's statement, and also adds the case of a Shemeris Yavam, who married without receiving Chalitza. A child born through this marriage is not a Mamzer. The Gemara explains that Abayi did not include Shemeris Yavam because Misafkele Ikirav Ikishmo. This is actually Machlekes. Shemeris Yavam in Havlad Mamzer would only be according to Shmuel's understanding of the Pasuk, The word Havaya refers to Kedushin, and the Pasuk is saying, She may not accept Kedushin, but if she does, it is valid. Therefore, her child is not a Mamzer. However, according to Rav, who understands the Pasuk to be saying, She cannot accept Kedushin, and if she does, it is not valid. Therefore, her child is a Mamzer. The Gemara goes on to elaborate on that which the Mishnah quotes. The Gemara sets a price which adds, The statements of Rebbe ben Yaakov are few but clear and precise. Therefore, in the Machlaikis, the Allah follows the opinion of Rebbe ben Yaakov. Rabbah details the incident in which the evil king Menashe killed the Navi Yeshaya because he judged him to be a Navi Sheker based on three psukim in Sefer Yeshayo, which he thought contradicted three psukim in the Torah. Yeshaya did not answer him because Ami Yeshaya, Menashe will not accept it or he will be amazed. The Gemara proceeds to reconcile the psukim. One, he asked him, the answer is, As Rashi explains, the answer is, Three, The answer is that whether one's predestined days may be lengthened is a machlekes. Kiba says that if one is a tzaddik, his days will be fulfilled. And if he's not a tzaddik, his days will be shortened. Chacham say that if one is a tzaddik, his days may be lengthened. And if he's not a tzaddik, his days will be shortened. The Gemara continues with the second half of the Mishnah. The rules of marrying a wife's sister. 
When one's wife passes away, he is now permitted to marry her sister. If he first divorced his wife and she died, he is now permitted to marry her sister. If after he divorced his wife, she was remarried to another man and she died, he is now permitted to marry her sister. The Mishra continues, This is also true in regard to marrying a Yavama sister. If the Yavama died while awaiting Yivim, he is now permitted to, to marry her sister. If he performed Chalitza with the Yavama and she died, he is now permitted to marry her sister. If they performed Chalitza and the Yavama remarried to another person and she died, he is now permitted to marry her sister. The Gemara comments, here, Rebbe included an unnecessary Mishnah since it is apparent from the Pasuk that the prohibition in marrying a wife's sister is only while his wife is alive. 